a good one, dog. Oh, this might have been one of the best ones. All right, we recording right now, fellas. We're going right now. All right, so we back again. Another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast. Episode, nice. I don't really know. Nice. It's nine. It's nah. one of them. Nah, baby. And we just, once again, we've been doing our, our own little take on the uh, Last Dance, the Bulls documentary about the 98 basketball season. And episode seven and eight was a really good episode, man. It said yeah. a lot about Mike. I mean, Mike shed a tear. And mid, I don't know if that was the alcohol or what was going on. <laughs> Tequila. He said, nah, <laughs> he said a mid conversation, but I, I get where he was coming from. But, you know, just talk about Skit, Scotty, the situation with Scotty, not wanting to come out. Uh, just no, not want to go in. I mean, come in, exactly. Uh, the Bulls, just the whole totality of the team. And then, you know, BJ leaving and coming back. Man, it, it, it was a great episode, man. It talked a lot about Tony Kukoc a little bit, diving to him. It was a lot, man. So let's go ahead. Let's go through the through the table, through the round table, man. Key, I'm going to start with you. How you feel about this documentary? I mean, this, uh, today's two episodes. Yeah, that was a real good uh, episode, getting an uh, 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 insight on, you know, what made him quit football. Let me say basketball to go play football. And I remember when all that happened. He <laughs> Keep drinking, uh, man. Baseball. Go play baseball, bro. Go baseball. play baseball. Baseball. Remember all this happened, him go play baseball, right? Hey, okay, man, man, listen. Key, man, we've been, been sipping on someone at Michael Jordan tequila. Hey, you know what I mean? Watching the go, you got to drink the go drink. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, I think, hey, I think, I think so Michael Jordan got tequila. Oh, yeah, he got the tequila now. Him and, like, three other owners on that show. Hey, yo. Yeah, we go, uh, hey, Michael Jordan, he give us a sponsorship. Um, what is it? Shin Concario Tequila. Blanco. Is it good? Like, good? Him, Milwaukee owner, like, there's two Pretty other owners. Good. Yeah, the bunch of owners, okay. they, 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 they combine together to get the tequila going. Yeah. Yeah, so back at it, yeah, going to play baseball after his dad, you know, was uh got murdered. Man, I remember that. Like, it just happened yesterday, just seeing the news yeah. come across how – you know, they found this car, but not the body. And I was just like, man, that ain't good, man. I know he probably did. Not having had contact with him in three weeks. Then, you know, to find his body. Then after that, he retired, go play baseball. And then just after showing how he started all so great, then he's like hit that wall, bro. Everybody was like, bro, this dude trash. Then he got back going. And then, man, you know, I always been a Jordan hater, right? I always respected him. But when I remember that series when they played Horace Grant and them and Shaq and Penny would had the doll. Penny was the big thing in the lead. They were trying to yep. make him face. And um remember when Nick uh what what's the Nick Anderson. Uh, Nick right Nick Nick, yeah Nick Anderson stripped him out and came said if there was twenty three that wouldn't have happened, but that's number forty five right there. And then Jordan came back yeah. to game with the twenty three on. And I was just so happy, you know, Shaq and them celebrate. Shaq was doing the cue. Putting the hardest grand on his shoulder, walking him out. <laughs> you know, so and then that next year, man, when they met up again, I'm like, yeah, they're gonna give it to him again. And Jordan just went nuts, bro. They swept them boys, man. And that was the end of that Orlando team. Yeah, yeah they, that, that broke the Orlando team up. I think Shaq with the LA after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and yeah, man. So it was another great episode. Uh just getting the intake, hearing how, you know how a leader he was, you know, and most people, they said Kobe was like that, curse teammates out, man, you know, get in their shit, dog them out, and it just showed her firsthand how now his teammates respect that, and how he rolled, uh, rolled Butch, uh, what's his name, Butchler? Burrell. Burrell? Burrell, Burrell man. Dude, oh, man. Scotty Burrell, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Scotty Burrell, 
and dude came back. It's just a great episode, man. And whoever put this together, I know, um, man, you got to get the directors and, a, and just how they just going from year to year, just well put together. So that's my intake on. Man, I think, first of all, man, you're always looking like Uncle Drew. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Drew. Quarantine. Uncle Drew. <laughs> Piggyback on what Key said, like they did a great job. I think seven and eight, with well, this seven and eight, right? Seven and eight really gets down into like why Mike, like the realization of Mike and being Mike. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it went to like to the depths of who he really is. Like the dude wanted, he wanted to be a winner, but he wanted to be a winner, but he wanted his teammates to come win with him. You see what I'm saying? And he pushed them to the break. And if you don't, if you don't want to win, I agree with Mike. If you don't, if you ain't trying to win, don't get, get the hell on. Tell them people to trade you. Get up out of there. Don't get me wrong. You gonna have he? Yeah, he rolled them. I think some people a little too hard, but at the same time, you knew what he was about when he stepped on that court. He ain't care. You know, we gonna win. We gonna win together. But y'all gotta play with the same intensity that I'm playing with. You know, and I think that's what that's what the day's game is missing. A lot of these guys, they go to the league, oh, I got the money, I'm good. They don't love the game. And I think that's what Mike showed that, yo, I love the game. Like, look, look if I'm going to play hard, you're going to play hard. And like you said, I did everything. Whatever I did, whatever y'all did, I did the same thing. I ran the laps. I ran the sprints. I did everything. So if you're not willing to do that, you don't need to be here. Well, just to piggyback on what you just said, Smith, he said something very important uh, with uh, – when he was talking about Steve Kerr and Judd Bushler and some of the coming, some of the yeah. other who came onto the team later on after the '93 season, he was like, "They was coming. They basically was coming out the lure of them winning three championships." Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? That you know, and you know the work and the time. They didn't put the work and the time in just yet to really get that feel that it is to win the championship. He also pointed out the fact that you know, like he he said, the reason why he is the way he is. They didn't go through the battles I went through when I first got on the team. And, you know, the many years I lost to get to where we at. So he was pointing out, you know, the the things that won, you know, as far as him putting himself in that position to try to be successful. But he also talked about the fact that, you know, the battles he went through to earn that respect to get to where, mm-hmm. he at, right? where he's at, man. So I think you just pointed on something right there I wanted to point out. Go ahead, Ray. Say, bro, it, seven and eight just showed that dude work ethic. Yeah, it's incredible. Like you knew he, you knew his work ethic was like ridiculous. Right. Though to transform your body to go from basketball to baseball, and baseball is not easy, though. I don't know if y'all ever played baseball, though. I did. That shit is the hardest thing. It's probably the hardest sport, probably of ever, though. And I wouldn't say that, but it's a it's a very it's difficult sport. Mm-hmm. It's up there, though. It's, it's very taxing on your body. It's taxing on your joints. Right, and then not playing for 14 years. You know, you know, it was 17. I think like 17 and he played at 31. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to not be hitting 95 mile an hour fastballs, though. Yeah, you got to have good muscle memory. Yeah, so like the, the work ethic that he had and they showed this, 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 this two episodes, it's ridiculous, mm-hmm. bro. And yeah. it just to have the, the mentality to fight and go through it, and and be hard on your teammates, bro. And, and leadership, like he said, is not easy. Like it comes when, out you, price. when you win, you get all the glory. It when comes out of price. Win, you yeah. get all of the negative and the blame. And he went through a lot, dog. That and just imagine 
back then the media was was big. Imagine that shit now. Oh yeah, yeah it, it would have been at, you know a lot of stories would have got out that you know things that you know more in house that they were going through like you know the you know the conversation we had on Saturday yesterday about Horace Grant uh, mm-hmm. getting his meals taken away, getting his meal card taken away off. Right. <laughs> Probably would have been more of a focal point then. I mean now than it was then because you know. Information is instant now. You can get instantaneous. It's just about it's as easy as a tweet to get the information now. It's easy as a text. It's easy as a mm-hmm. phone call. It's not like it is now. So, um, it's you know, mentally it, taxing, bro. And mentally taxing. And it's probably why. Let me ask y'all this question. And it, you just saying that. And I'm gonna start. Ray, you can start off with this one. Do you think that's the reason why he got so exhausted? The, you know, just going through those different scenarios and then the gambling. You know, the gambling accusations and then his father passing. Why do y'all think that he, he hanged it up the first time? Say, bro, you just get tired of the same questions every day. Like, dog, I'm grown. Whatever I do outside of basketball, it's on me. And it's not affecting what I do on the court. So why does it continue to be a topic of conversation? You know what I'm saying? Like, every day, gambling, gambling, gambling. My competitive mates, like, dog, I'm performing on the court. We're winning. Why is it a problem? And then that just drove him out of bas- base basketball. And then if baseball didn't have that strike, so we might not have seen one of the greatest franchises run in an eight-year span. We probably wouldn't have seen that, which is crazy. I, th- I think I think Jordan went from a star, superstar, but when he became a megastar, when he became a megastar, I think the pressure of being a megastar took a toll on him. Because when you looked at when you look at from where he started to where he ended before when he retired, he was on a high. So everybody was surprised, like, yo, why this dude is going? Like he's on a high. He done won three championships in a row. Like, why he's just cutting it off at the path right now? But what people don't realize is, and all of us done played sports, the people who have never played sports don't fully understand what athletes actually go through. They just think we dickheads, we jocks, we dumbasses, assholes, all that. They don't fully understand the behind the scenes of being a teammate, being an individual, taking on more responsibility of doing things and, and being who you are. And I think that's where I think that's where the media, I think that's where fans don't realize that these dudes get fed up just like a normal person. Mm-hmm. They they come to a breaking point, and when you when they get to that breaking point, they're like, man, forget it. But then you get mad because the man retired. But wait a minute, which one it is? I mean, yeah, yeah you, you, you got to take the good with the bad when you're an athlete. But sometimes these dudes got feelings like everybody else. So yeah. you got to realize you got to realize when you just keep jabbing and keep jabbing, and these dudes stop stop your money train, but you can't write no more stories about them. Now you won't get upset. So I think this shows that. This series shows that sometimes you gotta you gotta back off the athlete and give him a break. Whether whether it's right or wrong, whether what it is, but sometimes when these dudes retire and you can't write that story no more, you don't make no money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me Kim, yeah, I know you can add on to that as well, but I'm gonna ask you this, and I want you to add on to this. You think Jordan was a victim of his own success, and that's the reason mm-hmm. why that may hurt, may determine why he had to take that break. Key, I want you to answer that question along with what we're talking That's about. Good question. That's a great question. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, the fame, fame, man, like you said, like I think he said in the uh 
in an episode before that last week, he was saying, people are saying they would love to be me for one day, but try being me for like a year. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot come with being the most popular guy in the world. And, you know, and that's what happened, you know, to him, that, and also losing his dad where, you know, that took a lot. Then and the, I remember, too, when he lost his dad, everybody was like, is the mob got something to do with it? Because Joe and Ola dead from the gambling. They took it out on his dad. They couldn't get to him. So just after I done lost my father, then the media who helped build me now trying to tear me down by trying to say I'm the reason why my father is dead. So that took a lot on him. And then by him having that last conversation with his dad, want to go play baseball and that's the last conversation they had and he telling him he should do it so in his mind he's saying you know look and my dad ain't gonna see me play basketball let me fulfill his dream he always wanted me to be a baseball player since i was a little kid and so in the last conversation we ever had was telling me yeah you know you should go do that and i think that also steered him in a way to go like all right let me go do the baseball thing that you know since I told my dad that's something I want to do, and I know that was his dream for me also. And so, throw the David Stern in there. Cause they threw him on there. You think that suspension was legit? Nah, man. Why nah. would why would David Stern try to take the the biggest star in the league to suspend him for like almost two years? I don't man, think it ain't good for business. I, I, here's my opinion on that, man. I don't think that he may be suspended. I told y'all I think it's true though. I think he had some I think he told him to take a break. I think I that he knew. I think he know that he knew that Jordan from the from perspective because you have to realize like there were a lot of stars and it was some superstar players right but it was nobody in the magnitude of Jordan you know uh, Magic had retired uh, and um, Magic had retired Levert had retired Shaq haven't technically arrived just yet I mean, he was mm-hmm. he, he had a decent team but he wasn't that what they were in. Um, in, in that 90, I think 96, 95, 96. 94, 95. 94, 95, when they went to the actual finals and got swept. He wasn't, he wasn't at that point just yet. He wasn't that mega star like, 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 a, uh, like Mike. So I think he did see that Mike was getting tired and getting burnt out. and He didn't want to have another star, a mega, mega star player in their career early. You remember mm-hmm. Larry? Larry ended his career early because of the back. Yeah. So I think he knew I need time to transition this NBA from where that now to where he needs to go globally. He was starting to bring in those global uh, global uh, connections, he was bringing those other athletes. And I feel like he was probably looking at it like, I need you to take a break. If you can't handle this for long, take a break. Right? I don't know if he thought breaking could be baseball. Um, I don't really know what what that whole notion was, but I think for his sake, I think he was just trying to try to keep keep that keep that keep that that train running without having the to to lose anything when it comes to uh, to to the NBA's overall goal. I um, think what I think what benefited him too though the Knicks the New York Knicks had a pretty good team. And people would, you know what I'm saying? No, but here's the thing about the Knicks, and y'all can drive. The Knicks had a good team, but they still weren't. They weren't technically. They technically haven't really arrived. But the Knicks, the way they they played basketball wasn't wasn't um, advertising. So I'm just talking about for us, like for like the NBA, because you know the Knicks always set out whether they had a good or bad team. Yeah, but, that, yeah, but that's the New York market. That's New York. But you. But I'm saying it benefited. 
What I'm saying is it benefited. I, I, I see what you're saying about the global part. I'm just saying at that moment, it benefited the NBA for the Knicks being good, you know, to, 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 to stabilize things until Jordan came back. It, 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 it benefited for, for New York to have a good team. But, yeah. like, I still they still, still need that marquee mega athlete to transition to the Yeah, NBA. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I think that's where they that's what they were missing. And Mike wasn't there to really push that that forward, man. What did you guys yeah. think about uh it's, it's, it's a few things in that that um that the, the dad thing we kind of covered, but what you got thought about uh, Michael's relationship with his teammates when he came back. Uh you know, some of those guys got it, right? BJ Armstrong, some other guys, when the Steve Kerrs and the Joe Bushlers and the uh and the do, they felt like they had an issue. And it, it just seems like they weren't on the bandwagon. And, you know, initially, what do you guys feel like his relationship with the teammates and how he got them to finally, what did he say, jump on the cape? Finally, jump <laughs> on the cape, man. Like, what do you, how do you guys feel about that? You got to have a dog in the room. And they probably played on teams that there wasn't no dog in the room. You just came to work, you played basketball. And you just went home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They ain't never, no expectations. There wasn't no expectations. And yeah. they never played with nobody like the caliber of Mike to say, when I come to work, y'all come to work. It ain't just, I'm coming to work, y'all gonna ride on my coattail, and then y'all not gonna do, nah, bro, we gonna do this together, but I'm gonna be on you to get you to do it. And I think that's where, I think that shows, like, his leadership, like, look, like he said, like he said when he first got came back. Oh man, these guys coming in. Oh yeah, we playing for the Bulls now, so we good. Nah, bro, you gonna work just like I work. You ain't yeah, just gonna come on. in, make jump shots, and then go home and play with your kids. Nah, you <laughs> gonna be getting that joint in. So yeah, we working. And you and, and and then listen. At the end of the day, guess what? Did anybody here feel say anything? Feel shit. Feel about winning, bro. Did it? Did have any issues? What? Keep That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Phil didn't have no issue. Phil, like, look, I'm trying to win too. So let's get it done. Y'all better jump on. The, y'all better get it together. Key, what you think? Yeah, I think like he did like any great leader would do on a team. Hold a teammates accountable. If you want to win, like any great leader would say, man, look, you just not gonna come here, keep can and like playing. <laughs> we about winning championship. This is not yeah. a team. We don't celebrate banners. We say playoff wins or making the playoffs. Y'all coming from franchise that <laughs> trying to win a division title. We about championship or bust. Exactly. I think any great leader who's been around winning franchise, you can go from Magic Johnson to probably Le- let me say to LeBron to to Steph to anybody who trying to win championship, they're gonna hold your other team. But if I'm busting my ass, you're gonna come here and bust your ass. Yeah. And there ain't no way around it. It's like you said. Like they win with the what seventy two wins. They was like they had their hats going on before the playoff. It don't yeah. matter if you don't and get the ring. Win a championship, just like yeah, so, played, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, right. so he wasn't just about winning regular season game, but just because we the Chicago Bulls, we the one three. I'm trying to win every year. My goal is to win a championship, and that's how he carried it. Ray, go ahead, bro. But and that's the expectation of he carried with his team, like you said. Some players' expectations, I'm just kind of, you know, get my foot in. Jordan's like, we bought a championship day one. And then if you ain't in that foxhole with me, dog, you can't be on this team. <laughs> Spread out. And, and that's what I respected about Jordan. He brought the same intensity to practice that he brought into the games. Mm-hmm. And that just ultimately helped him win three straight championships for two times 
in, in eight years. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he wouldn't have brought that type of mentality, they might not have won those type of championships. Yeah. Yeah. You got to – because you got to help develop. Jordan knew he needed those players. He might know mm-hmm. I'm the best team, I'm the best guy, but he knew best he player. needed them as, man. He knew he needed them, though. He needed to be on the best team. Let me ask you these two questions, and it's funny. It's funny. because Question number one, what do you guys think about Jordan's sometimes – way of trying to find some interior motivation when he's facing against a team, right? Oh, bro, that's oh, great, bro. He's wild, bro. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> one question I want to ask, right? What do y'all – I'm going to ask you, I'm start with that one first. What do you guys thought about Jordan's, like, his whole little method of finding some form of motivation? Like, he don't care if uh, – uh, uh, it don't matter what it is. Uh, if somebody's a good game, might put their arm around him. He, he will find some type of interior motivation. And my second question is, what did y'all think about where he laughed when they handed him the comments that the glove, <laughs> that the glove, <laughs> and he looked at it and he started laughing. <laughs> he was like, I won't worry about the glove. Like, and and Gary Payton was a dog, boy. How do y'all think about how he just his whole notion of how he? I mean, even Mike, Mike gave respect. Mike still was disrespectful as hell. Like, how do y'all feel about yeah. the way? Yeah. Now, I'm gonna start with you first because you like you long winded. So I'm gonna start with you first. <laughs> and then we go around with Eric Key. How do you feel about the way Mike thought that? Just his whole thought process, the way he did. What's my man? Uh, uh, what's it? George Carl. George Carl did him. Right. And then, then hold that with George Carl. George Carl trying to some, some. He's trying to show some type of um, um, competitive spirit. Right? Like, he's like, I'm not going to shake. I'm not going to talk. We know we went to North Carolina together. We cool. I ain't talking to you right now. We about to get in the finals. He like, oh, that's how it is? No, like, that's how it is? What's up with you that, bro? How you feel about it? Hey, you know what, man? You know yourself. And you know what motivates you. No matter who you are, you know what motivates you. So enjoy my, I'm going to take anything somebody say to me wrong. They might even say it jokingly. But, but you knew his thing was, I'm going to take whatever you say and I'm going to punish you with it. I'm going to punish you with it. And I think that's, I think that's the game that, that, that kept him in basketball for so long because he used those kind of things to make himself better. Because you think about it. This man, even, he, I think the dude lied and said, you know, Jordan probably made it up. Like, yo, the dude told him good game. Because remember they asked him. And he was like, yeah, that probably was made up. Bruh. No, Jordan said he made it up. <laughs> like, yeah, he made it he up. Didn't say he said, yeah, he said, I made, he made it, it up. up. So this is the thing. So in your mind, you home this thing. Oh, man, this dude a good game after he had a great game. Oh, yeah, I'm going to thrash him. But, mm-hmm. but you got to think, though, that what made him tick. I mean, hey, if that's going to keep you – if that's going to put you – if that's going to keep you scoring 30-some points a night, 40 points a night, and we and we thrash the folk, I'm with it. I'm with it. Don, I mean, Ray, man, go ahead, bro. Yeah, bro, it, it, I love it though. Like, it just it just shows back then how it is different from it is now. Like now, like cats see a cat in the restaurant, man. We going out to dinner afterwards. <laughs> chummy, chummy. Like we chill. Jordan wasn't playing none of that shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, I'm gonna show you. Bitch, I'm about to drive fifty five on you. <laughs> like he had that mentality. Like, he well, no, he win. took people to dinner. He. He was chum chum. He played golf with Danny Ainge before he went thrashing for six. For but see, it's all a plot. It's all a plot to get in your head. But that's the thing about it. Everybody said that. Van, when, when Jeff Van Gundy said it, people felt like it was an issue. Like, he was like, yo, he thought he was a con man. 
You know what I mean? So you just got it in the nigga head that I'm look, I'm fucking over you. And I'm gonna tell you, we're gonna hang out and I'm gonna show you I'm gonna fuck over you. Man, it's like he was playing chess while niggas playing checkers, dog. Can you stop saying the N-word there, sir? My bad, dog. He go ahead, bro. Yeah, bro. He had his he had his own method to how he dissects the game and his opponents. Even when he retired and he was shooting a movie, how he invited all the top players mm-hmm. out the whole summer. But check them out. out their weakness, their strengths, study how they like to go here in this moment, go here and there. Then he'll make up in his things and like the dude killed them from the Wizards came out there, just scorched them for like what he had like forty something on Jordan that night. Yeah, Thirty-seven. Jordan said, "I'm gonna have thirty-seven. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get what he had in the first half. Next time I see him on the back-to-back, that just show how competitive. Show how competitive you was. You just said you just pointed something out that I didn't even think about. I thought about it, but I didn't. Even, I just, I just thought about it again. What did you think about when he had them all fly in to the Warner Brothers studio to play? He was literally putting scouting reports on players. Right, dog. That dude was thinking way of that. Yeah, right, thinking ahead, bro." He was thinking ahead, and uh, you can see where he first he wanted to measure his game, and then he also wanted to see what he liked to do. Now, when the season comes, I know your move. I know which way you mm-hmm. like to go. You go this way. I see where you can pull your jump shot this way. You go this way. You're going to drive. Like, he studied all like, – he had all the top athletes. And they look like, oh, man, we just going there to play pickup and get yeah, better. He's like, I'm coming to study all your game. And think about this. <laughs> He he! I think he purposely put younger players there so he'll have to elevate his game mm-hmm. and his animal. And but that's what he's saying. Yeah, he's like, so yeah. I can elevate my stamina, so I can physically yep. be able yeah. to hang in there while he playing against them. I thought that was more, one of the more critical things that he pointed out. I'm like, man, right. like, you you purposely put the younger players there <laughs> strategically to say, okay, how can I keep my energy up? So I went on mm-hmm. these younger athletes, this young talent coming out of college that yeah. I'm still sustained and be able to get there because he knew the year before, the season before, he got tired and he lost his legs, went out doing the Orlando series. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. that was super duper interesting, man. And I think Garrett Payton would have made him work early on in the series. It wouldn't have changed the outcome, but it yeah. wouldn't have been so easy. And uh, man, Gary Payton had them dope shoes too, man. I remember I had a pair of them. Uh, <laughs> the gloves? Yeah, man. Hey, gloves with the, with the hat. They're, they're the first ones that you can pull out the, uh, you can the stick inside, out the, right? the slip, yeah. slip in yeah, there. Yeah, man. I had a pair of them. them Gary, Gary Payton had some fresh Nikes, man. Yeah, the, the Payton was like, fire too that year. It just so, didn't realize how Gary Payton was really that good. You forget about Sean Payton. Was, I mean, Sean Kent was on that team. And he yeah, was, they had a yeah, nice little rain, man. They had Derek Shrimp. And, and they, had, yeah, they had a nice squad, bro. That's the shrimp. They ran to the wrong type of team. They I think they won 50 games that year. And yeah, they had Perkins. All of them on that squad. Mm, they had a nice squad. How you guys feel about how emotional that Jordan got when he really started laying out the fact that, you know, the groundwork that you got to put in? He got real emotion at the end of episode seven. Like, Keon, how did you feel about that? Because it just what did that – what did that do for you? Well, that – you know, it just showed you – how he was just looking at all the – it just wasn't all sweet. He His ups and downs, he probably reflected on everything, what it took to become this, this iconic this person. This is 15, 20 years later. 30, yeah. 20 years later. He's yeah. really bring back up. a lot of memories. Oh, bring back a lot really of memories. Up about it. He had to say break because he was tearing up about it. Yeah. Just sitting – probably just sitting back, man, watching yourself go through all that over and over again. 
it's like you watching a movie, bro, and it's like, damn, you can just relate to something that happened on a movie you done went through or something like that. He just got emotional. And mm -hmm. I think he's just looking back and like, bro, just uh, the, the road I came and had to go through, like not being able to win a championship for years, winning it, retiring, dad dying, you know, the stuff. And I think he really regretted hitting Steve Kerr. But, oh, but he <laughs> yeah, tested you know, it, but in he that moment, it. in that heat of the moment, you know, he just, like he said, he was dealing with other stuff. And then Nat Bill pushing them, not calling fouls. He trying to push the team. So, you know, it's just a lot of emotion was going on. Hey, D. I think I think this that part shows Mike truly loved the game of basketball. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. He loved the game of basketball, but at the same time, he wanted his teammates to love it like he loved it. And and and, and when you have like it, it's just with anything. When you don't have people loving the same thing that you love and be on a team together, that, that causes, like, you know, destruction. And he was like, nah, this ain't, ain't going to happen on my watch. Like, I done came in here. I done got injured. They didn't want me to play when I came back. I took a beating from the Pistons. I finally got over the hump. I lost my dad. Now I got to come back and redo this all again. Y'all got to get on this wagon with me. Yeah. And I think that showed, like, all of that together showed that this dude really loved his – he loved the game of basketball. He loved the win, but he wanted everybody to come with him. Yeah. And, and, and despite whether you can say he was a one-man one show, but he was a team dude. Yeah, he loved his teammates, though. Yeah, he, he loved his teammates. Because he could have easily said, Phil, I ain't running today. I'm going to sit on the sideline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm MJ. <laughs> I don't, what I need to practice for. So, and, and, and that's what showed a lot about him that he just loved the game of basketball. And he loved his teammates and wanted to take them to the top like he was going. You know, yeah, he just he just he just wanted the most out of his teammates because he put the most. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like he loved his teammates when they did well. He probably like man, like that, like a proud dad. Like damn, my kid, my kids doing their thing, dog. And that's why why he got so emotional about it, bro. Let me let me ask this, and this has been pointed out. It got pointed out in episodes that we touched on a little bit, but I want to ask y'all, what do you think this is done? Because it, it got rehashed again. I mean, we're also saying we're staying it again. It's almost 17, 18 years later. But Pippen sitting out on that last play. That was a bad look. What's that done to Pippen's legacy, man? Because it seemed like, you know, even though it's been so long and they they are, I mean, we're all, we're, we're, they're bringing it up. It seems like it, it's, that's been sitting on his legacy for a very long time, right? What do y'all think is done to Pippen's legacy, not being involved in that last play? Yeah, I think it's more than even just the last play. Like it's like the whole docuseries so far is about his contract. Like, yeah, it's been a negative light on Pippen as far yeah, as it's like it talks about him. Hold on, hold on, it talks about him being a good a good teammate, right? Because yeah. you saw the style between him and and Jordan. And may I phrase that question wrong? This is you saw the style between him and Jordan, um, and and the way they where they um. I don't say positive, but the way they uh, mentor players and 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 where they are as teammates to their players, right? One drives, one more like mm -hmm. more more of a uh, pick him up, um, yeah. big brother type style, you know, put your arms around them type person. And then, and but what I want to and maybe that question is a little bit different. I want to frame it a little bit different now. Instead of that play, I mean, Pippen had. I mean, that year arguably Pippen was having you know maybe a top MVP season. Yeah. 
So looking at that season, did that play put a negative conversation on Pippen and overall, and even though, and then it, how they flamed out and, and against the Knicks in that series? Did it put something negative in him or overall this perspective of him moving forward that just can't go away because of what happened against the, on that play? I think it, I think it, you know what, everybody, no matter who the athlete is, you're going to have some kind of negative to go wrong in your, in your career, mm. period. And I think that one play don't, 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 it shouldn't shake. It shouldn't like crack what, what Pippen done in the league. Because I mean, we can go back to LeBron. He stunk it up against Dallas, complaining that people felt he felt some kind of way when he went to that people felt some kind of way when he went to Miami and nobody hold that against him. You see what I'm saying? I mean, they talk about it, but they don't hold it to the point to where, you know what I'm saying, like like Pippen, the man didn't go in. Now, I can un- in some cases. But they should hold it against him because but people like Raven, you know, Twitter, guys behind computers like Raven, but Twitter, <laughs> they're the reason why, they're the reason why LeBron could get away with that type of stuff because yes. people like, hey, they but, 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 but I do think, I think that situation with Pippen was more or less his feelings towards um, Cool Coach. Because Cool Coach was making more money than he was. Yeah. And then you got to think, he, it was already sour grapes when Cool Coach got there. You know what I'm saying? And for him, and for Pippen to, you know, look at this and say, oh, you bring this guy in and he going to take the last shot. And I've been here through all this, through all these battles with Mike before Mike retired. He felt, I think he felt disrespected. And it's yeah, like. I don't even, look, I don't even think it was Kuko taking the last shot, though. Cool, he felt play like he's taking the ball out. Yeah. Like he's not even involved in the play at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's why he probably felt like, man, I ain't doing this shit. Man, I ain't fucking. Nigga, I'm, I'm giving you everything. I'm leading the team in every statistical category, and you got me taking the ball out. And he probably thinking, like, Phil wouldn't do that shit to Mike. Yeah, but this is the thing. I, I feel you, and I think I think I think at that moment, Pippen should have just ate it, went on the floor, and no. did what the man asked him to do. Say, bro, I'm telling. I bet any money, though, if he would have said, "Dog, I am not taking the ball," I bet he probably would have changed that play. Who? If he would have told it to who? He probably would have told that to Phil. Who, Mike? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I think uh, it's it's the whole taking the ball out, bro. I think uh I think I think Raymond right, but I don't know no superstar with a shit. Mike wanna did it. No superstar with a like, nobody. LeBron didn't yeah. do it, remember? Yeah. Huh? It's the Bulls. LeBron didn't do it. He didn't want to take yeah, the ball out. Yeah, with yeah, Cavs. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, like, I'm not no, taking the ball out. So Yeah, when they when when Block call up the play for LeBron to be the takeout man. Like, no, like I can see if you got me driving and if this person over kick it. But to man. tell me I'm the takeout man, bro, no, no superstar is gone for that. Nobody. <laughs> and I think Pippen is getting a bad light on that. No superstar is gone for that. Nobody. Man, Nobody who is great, consider themselves to be great, is taking that. Hey, no. Period. Well, I, th- I think he, I think he would have took the ball out if he was getting the ball back. Right. That's no. what we're saying. Not to be involved in the – He's no. not even in the play. But they had enough time for that, yeah. Yeah, nobody's, nobody's saying no. They not on board with that. Nobody. Well, let me ask y'all this question. If Let's say that play, hypothetically, that play, you know, whether it happens or not, it happens. It happened. Well, let's say the Bulls go off and win that series and go win the championship. Do y'all think MJ would have came back? 
I, yeah. Might have. I, I think yeah. he would have. I think yeah. he would probably can. But I don't, yeah, he probably didn't. I think his itch for is starting to come back, seeing the younger players and all He missed things. the game. Yeah, he was, he was starting to miss it, man. I think eventually he would have came back. When and BJ knew it, that's why BJ invited him to come to the uh, facility when they had lunch. When you reaching out calling me, you missing it, bro. Ask me what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. You know I'm <laughs> yeah. about to go to practice. You know I'm going to practice. Yeah, he kind of yeah, said that, but he didn't say it. But he yeah. did. He, he, yeah. he didn't say. It. He was like, he was like, well, you know, I gotta go to practice. He was like, you yeah, know, bro. practice time. Like, what? Do right. You, you know what I'm doing. Maybe you want to go have some breakfast. <laughs> right. So that's why BJ said, man, just come on. It's like, what do you mean I'm going to eat? What do you want to go eat? Exactly. Yeah, that's why BJ was like, man, the guy's a lot of seniors. Yeah, come on, go with me. Come on in here, man. Let's let's go go to practice, man. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting. And then BJ know he was missing it because BJ baited him. Man, I kick your ass right now. I don't think you got it no more. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) BJ was feeling himself, bro. He knew he was going to bite for it. He knew Jordan was going to bite. He too competitive enough to bite. Yeah. You know, I, I, one thing I found was interesting also before we get up out of here is how the, the media, when the Bulls played, they didn't play their A ball. They played probably their C or D ball against the Nets, right? And in the playoffs. Man, Ray, what is you doing, dog? I was letting the, letting the, the chair down, man. Man, was that, was, was that a gas? Was that a gas? Oh, what gas you over there, dog? What the hell? Oh, like, you let one go. Bro, like, cut the mute on me about the fast gas, bro. You let one go, bro. That is, I, that is the wildest thing I've ever heard. Like, you don't know we've recorded live? No, man. <laughs> The foot rest. Don't down. let it go, bro. No, bro. I was crazy, bro. <laughs> bro I, I was reclining, bro. I was chilling. Wow. I'm in my zen moment. I'm in my field zen moment. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I think what I was trying to say is that when um when they the way the media let's talk about the media a little bit. You know, the media always, they got on Mike a lot of different things. We, are, we already talked about how they, they officiated on the gambling issues and when his father passed. But when they play, when they play sometimes to the level of their competition, right, because sometimes they probably got bored, right, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you're going through the season. The East, even though it was strong, they weren't strong totally from top to bottom. You know, they had they really, they probably had the top four teams and they had the other, they had the bottom four teams. It seemed like the media, when, when they played the Nets to overtime, the media was like, oh, the Bulls are old, the Bulls are over. How do you guys feel about the, the, the media's portrayal of them in that name? In that, and just we're just going to talk about that small dose of that in that little series right there between them and the Hornets and, and, um, and the, and the uh, Nets. How do you guys feel about how the media played the Nets done? Like, it, it seems like the media just really wanted to get – move on from the Bulls. How do you guys feel about that? Well, I feel that's what they do, man. When you, that team on a, up and come, they build you up, and then when you win it too much, it's time they like, ah, we need a new champion. I'm over them. It's time for somebody else to win. And they yep. do it to the, they do it to, uh, still goes on today. Like the franchise winning all the time, they'd be like, all right, bro, I'm sick of them, man. I'm sick of them being in the finals, man. Let somebody else go. They don't want it, like though. That's what, though. huh? Just like the Warriors. Yeah, just like the Warriors. Just like shit, the Lakers when Shaq and Kobe was winning it. Just it just it just 
when the heat went back, you know, just, at first it was like everybody didn't nah, want them to lose. You know, it just happens. Like, they build you up to be the winner. Then when you come that, everybody root against you to lose. And that's what yeah, was like, happening. No, it's like the media hate for you to be great. Yeah. It's like when you great, brother, you're just going to find little bitty things to nitpick at you, find things to, 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 to poke at you, poke at you. Like, man, this team ain't that great. This went wrong. Oh, look, when they lost to the Nets that one game, like, see, they 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 didn't lose to the Nets. No, they lost a game. They lost to the Hornets. No, they lost to the Hornets. They lost to the Hornets, but it's, yeah, you're right. They lost to the Hornets, though. Go ahead. Yeah, so they just nitpick when you like that great team, bro. They just going to try to find something wrong with you, though. That's just how the media is, man. But they got to do their job. Like, they got to find something to write about. Yeah. Man, <laughs> you know, they need <laughs> money. <laughs> they need they, they, That's just what it is, bro. They need money. They hate like, on greatness. They don't, man, the media don't care. And for real, for real. The media, they they use like like they they get you right when they when you win that first one and we love you. But then when things get tight on the ship and you don't get them interviews no more or you ain't got time for them, and then if you still winning and they get then your team you have a little bad game. Now we don't like you. Like oh yeah, they they done. They're like it is what it is. I mean I think that's the part I think that athletes get tired of. You ride with me mm-hmm. for the first two weeks. I have one. <laughs> Now, yeah, y'all sorry. So, I mean, I just think Jordan them knew. I, I think that's why Jordan, if you look at a lot of stuff, he used to walk past people. I ain't, I ain't giving no interview. I'm going to tell y'all the same answer. Because I, yeah, I already know where it's going to come from. You're right, because it, he said something very – he didn't say it, but other people said it. Like, a lot of um, – I'm trying to think of the lady name. She's right for the boxing – for the Boston Globe. Oh, we're talking um, about um, Linda, uh, Linda Mac- Mac- Mullen. Mac- Mac- Mullen. Mac- yeah. She has stated that Jordan looked tired and fatigued mentally like he did in the 93 season in 98. So it looked like he knew, like his, his whole position felt like he was ready to move on, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that, that right there says a lot about how, you know, how he was looking at the game at that point. He was no longer, you know, still trying to find those little – um, milestones, those little um, issues that he wanted to find to motivate himself. Um, and it, it just seems like that's where he was at at that point. He was ready to move on. Um, I, think if, I think if he wouldn't have – if Krause wouldn't have never announced that this was the last season, I think it would have been more refreshing to them knowing that, okay, we got a chance to bring everybody back. And I think that's what wore them out too because everybody kept asking, you know, is this, is this your last season with the Bulls? If, that's your, is if Crawford would have just kept it gangster, kept his mouth closed. <laughs> is that easier said than done? Yeah, I mean, that's true. But I'm just saying he oh, should have oh, Hold on, hold on. Let me finish my statement. That's is easier said than done because there were also additional issues, right? You knew Scotty had contract yeah. issues. Mm. You had other things going on. So you don't have to extend Phil's contract. You got to extend Scott. You need to – Scotty needs to be renegotiated. Uh, they, that was his. I think that was Scotty's free aging year. You know, he yep. signed, he did a sign and trade. Um, yeah. Houston Rockets. So it was it was more than just that. You it was more things um, added to that to that equation oh, yeah. that that need to be solved before they can keep moving forward. So I I, I feel like I get what you're saying, but it it had to be it had to be other stuff that they had to outline. 
to make sure they have everything together, man. So look, then, look, then you gotta pay Jordan what forty million. Yeah, and then you gotta also you gotta realize <laughs> Jordan Jordan's contract Yo, going up every up. year, and then you also have to remember they were also having CBA issues going to the next season because yeah, that's they had a lockout. So yeah, lockout. it was, it yeah. was more to it than anything else, and I think that's why people that's why it's bigger. It was it's very important to keep trying to point out what Jerry Reinsdorf um, issue. Uh, his involvement with the team and his whole thing because of the fact that the fact that it was a lockout season, it was the owners having issues, and they didn't want to pay, keep paying these balloon contracts like Jordan with the thirty million, the thirty-five yep. million, the forty million type contracts. They didn't want to do that. the same TV money that they have right now. So, yeah, yeah, it it was it was bigger than it was bigger than that. Before we get out of here, ask one more question, man. So we get out of here. One more question so we can get out of here. So Key, yeah, so Key can go to work in the morning. Oh yeah, because Key gotta go to work in the morning. But <laughs> <laughs> Drew till you get a haircut. I actually be work I actually be working in the morning. Y'all be chilling. Well, you know what? I do too though. I I'll be working. I'll be working too and I get up at like five. I'm glad y'all do be working, bro. Yeah, man, because you like, you know, you like to love to walk around and tell everybody how you don't walk eight miles. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Might bust about nine tomorrow. I appreciate that. I appreciate day that. Off. I appreciate you walking like that. You power walking through the streets of Yeah, I be walking, I be pumping my own, I'll be like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> you put uh, you like Rocky. Yeah, man. You should put see, bro, yeah. see y'all skinny, bro. Y'all, y'all, you know, see, y'all, y'all ain't got no problems. Like, I don't know what you think skinny is. Y'all ain't got no fat people problems, bro. You should put like you should put like cans of uh, beans in your hand and walk around. <laughs> The rest of the soccer moms. Fuck around that area. The rest of the soccer moms. Y'all full effort, right? I'm looking at my notes. Look at my last, look at these last questions out of here. So you've already got an idea that next week's going to be, we're going to do some, we're going to do something different than we did the last, uh, the last three episodes. We're going to try to, discuss a little bit real quick about participation next the last two episodes is nine and ten so y'all know they're going to talk about the paces we all know that that's going to happen that's going to happen and Ray and uh, reggie miller left some lasting comments before we get to nine and ten next sunday like we felt like we were ready to dethrone the bulls put them out now he didn't say dethrone matter of fact he said put them away put them away yeah. What are you guys looking forward to hearing from this from the last two episodes coming up next Sunday? Ray, I'm gonna let you close out with your thoughts first. And I'm, Man, I'm just it's, it's, I'm just looking forward to like you said, just all the culmination of the last eight episodes and how it all pieced together, Brian. Just you know, just the behind the stories. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be exciting. I'm sad it's gonna be ending, but for real. Mm. They gotta get some bonus footage or something like lost footage. So I know they got more. Bro. I, <laughs> I tell you what, they need to put that on Netflix because I'm tired of like this whole breaking down week to week. I need, I like mine in a whole bundle. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, they, need they, need to, they need to release the lost footage. I know they didn't put all this shit on that dog. I know it. Right. Don, go ahead, bro. Hey man, I'm, I'm with Ray. I want to see how all this joint came together. From the time he started to the time he ended, like I no, mean, no, I, I asked that question for specific reasons. Y'all not interested to see why why Ray, Reggie Miller felt like, hey, we I'm gonna put them away. But they were younger. See? What did they he see as a weakness to say? Listen, I think we got them. 
We I, think, put them out there. I, think, I think they were younger. I think they had they had the physicality with the Davis boys in the middle right, to, to, right. To, to, to slow Dennis down. The, the thing it, is, Indiana Pacers never really got – they never hit that mark. They tried it with the Knicks. They didn't make it, right? They so, got the Knicks one time. Well, but was, yeah. after – after. Like, so, so, they, so they lost to the Knicks. They beat the Knicks, but they ended up losing Orlando. They okay. never hit that mark. They Why missed another score like outside of Reggie. This was the team that was going to put the Bulls out the misery. Because well, I, I think defensively, they had enough defensively to, to slow them down. And they, had, they just didn't have no scoring. But defensively, they felt like we can put them in a box and let Michael score, and we're going to stop everybody else. The same mentality that Jordan them had. We're gonna, your, your best score, you might get all the points. You still had, it was 98. You still had Pippen to go against. You still had – they had weapons. The Bulls had weapons. Yeah, but I think – but you, but, but I'm saying with Rodman, you had the two Davis boys in the low that who can get physical with Rodman. So they had rebounders. You had Detlef Shrimp, who was a center that was a skillful center, can pull you from away from the basket, hit you with the ten or fifteen footer. You had Mark Jackson, who was a pure point guard. Was Jalen Rose on that team? Yeah, Jalen Rose came off the bench. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it. He was on that team. They had some nice pieces. They had nice pieces. To defend them, they just couldn't get the scoring from everybody from the Davis brothers that you know Mike could get from Luke, Bill, winning 10, 10, 15 here. You know what I'm saying? But they did have Rick Smith who can pull them guys away from the basket, yeah, where Rick can get the basket and do different yeah, stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. I, go ahead, go ahead, Don. I mean, Don, the uh, key, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I, I actually think I actually think Indiana had the better team on paper from one to 15. They just ain't had Michael Jordan. Keep, keep with me. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> he is not bringing it. That's what you want to hear in the episodes 9 and 10. Why the regiment yeah. like we were the better team? Yeah, I think they actually had the better yeah. team. And I, I thought they was going to – that, that, uh, didn't that series go seven? They went seven. seven. They yeah, went seven. Yeah. I actually thought – it was a couple of – it was a couple of down the stretch as of winning that series. I think they missed a couple of chippies around the rim. But they uh, actually had the better team. had a chance to win. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had the better team. Game. I thought they was gonna lose. I was with Reggie. I said Jordan gonna win the series, but Indiana got the better team. They bench was better. Actually, played well. younger. They they bench was better. They was younger. You know, they yeah. just had Michael Jordan, bro. Michael Jordan just had that will, bro. But yeah, we not they losing. had the better team, and I think Reggie gonna say that next week. I bet Reggie gonna say that. He said it this week. He said just said. He felt like we're gonna put them away. Like yeah. it was about to be over. Like Don's yeah. is about to end with us. We got the team to beat them. This is what we're going to do to them. And I feel like that's what I'm more excited about is the, not only just to hear about that, but to hear, I mean, not only to hear about just how everything closed out in 9 and 10, I want to hear why Reggie Miller felt that way. Like, hey, listen, I felt like we were the better team. This is, this is our start. They had, they had a lot of wars. And, and the Pace had a lot of good teams. The problem with the Pace mm-hmm. is they got sandwiched. They got sandwiched between the Bulls coming through and yeah, then and then they got slammers between the Bulls and the Pistons. The Pistons yeah. team came right out there in 04 and beat them. And the Pistons, you know, they went to six straight Eastern Conference Championships. So, and they put, mm-hmm. they put the Pacers out there. <laughs> and then yeah. when they did make it, they, they, ran into, they ran to the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, they got the Lakers. So, they, they yeah. had some really good teams. But yeah. I just want to hear how did he – And that year they had a good team. That's when the whole Ron Artest thing happened. Yeah, the, then when I yeah. test happened one year, so yeah. the palace. Yeah, what they felt like? Why did he feel like, yo? You know what? This is it was our year, 
And I'm I'm excited to hear that. That's I feel like that's a good closeout to this documentary of '98. Yeah. It was a good closeout. Yeah. Um, um, and they really, I mean, the '98 Utah Jazz it just repeated the '97 season. So yeah, it, I want I just want to hear like yo why why Reggie Miller felt like we were that team. I think because they were younger. I mean that they that won, the Bulls still won sixty games that season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask y'all real quick before we get out of here. What did y'all think about the 72 and 10 season? Is that still the greatest season, greatest team ever? Man, they pounded folk, bro. They they ran through folk like it was. They yeah, ran through. It. So you're not answering my question. Do you <laughs> feel like that is the still the greatest team? Is that do you feel like is that the greatest team with the greatest season ever? That's a tough one, dog. Because, I mean, the Warriors beating – they had more talent in today's NBA what the Warriors went through and what the, the Bulls did. So, I kind of give the nod to the Warriors, bro. Nah, I don't think that Warriors – No, the Warriors, had, the Warriors had to run through a lot more talent team-wise than they did than the Bulls had to run through. No, they ran – but the Warriors, Jones, look easy, too. Uh, How? How? Man, listen, with, with, the, with the three dudes they had on their team, bro, that shit was easy. That was cakewalk for them, bro. But the talent level. No, is what team we, we talking about? The team that the Warriors went seventy uh something with. Yeah, I, I didn't say oh, that specifically. Man, oh, hold, on. hold on. Yeah, they would have killed that team with Draymond. They ain't about killing. I didn't specifically yeah, say what which team is what. Hold on for a second. I didn't say I didn't give a specific team against the Bulls. I just asked, is that the greatest team? Right. The greatest season ever in the NBA history. That's all I asked. And, and right. Y'all is, Ray felt like the Warriors, 73 and 9. Team. I'm going with the Bulls. Okay. Well, Ray, what team you going with? The 73 and 9 Warriors team? I think because of the yeah, yeah. talent level that they had to go through to get 73 wins compared to what the Bulls had to go through to get 72. I think it's, it's, it's a little bit more tougher now to go 73 wins than it did back then. Who, 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 who did the Warriors have to go through in the West? No, the West was oh the West is always for the last uh-huh. decade. Who did the who West did the Warriors who did the Warriors had to go through in the West? No, the whole fucking West. Stop playing, right? No, <laughs> so y'all saying the West ain't never been good? We're not saying that. You tell me who was who was tight right in the West. No, all I'm saying is <laughs> I, who but y'all have always right? always said the West. Man, look, I don't remember all the teams. The Lakers, the Lakers wasn't that good. good. The Lakers wasn't that good. The West Houston. Was always, that was just only four years ago. Houston wasn't that good. Oh, was okay. they was old as OKC. Exactly. That's it. Y'all, y'all tripping. Portland wasn't good. Y'all telling me four or five years ago the West wasn't good? It wasn't it that was, good. It was, but I'm talking about it wasn't no dominant teams over there. It wasn't no, no dominant teams. It wasn't. Man, you crazy. Name a, name a dominant team in when the Bulls won in 72. When the 72 season. 90, what, it was the 95. What, 95? Uh, 96. Houston teams. Yeah, it was the Houston Rockets who came out of there. Utah Jazz has come out of there. Uh, Seattle Super Sox won 60 games. The New season. York Knicks. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it was quality in the, in the East, bro. The East was more dominant then when Jordan won. When you had Charlotte, you had New York, you had Indiana, you had uh, Milwaukee. And Milwaukee was wasn't no good, man. Well, you know, who Glenn Robbins used to play for? Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee, when they had Rihanna. Yeah, they had a good Robinson Yeah, they had a good team. Milwaukee had a good team. Hold on, hold on. I don't know, Sue. I'm not sure Sam Cassell and what's name was on that team just no, yet. No, bro, he wasn't. 
he was on that team, or Ray Allen was on that team just yet either. Ray, Ray, I think Ray Allen was on that team. No, 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 no. No, 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 no they weren't on that team yet. Ray wasn't on that team yet. The team. Ray didn't come, Ray didn't come to later because Ray graduated year before I did. So Ray, yeah, Ray didn't come to later. Man, what year did you graduate? <laughs> God, I high old, school ninety four. Ray graduated ninety three. You graduated ninety four. Now you graduated ninety four, though. Man, I was like, old, man. Man, 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 I was in the sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Negro, you young. Yeah, right. <laughs> you graduated '94, <laughs> dog. I think I was in the sixth grade. You ain't gonna... I was in the ninth grade. grade. I think ninth grade. I think I was in the sixth grade. Ninth grade. Diamond, diamond, the eldest statement. Right, he's still. was still wearing underoos. Come on, man. Uh, I went with the tiny one. I damn so was. I, I damn sure was putting that, that Dax hair wax in my head. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you gotta put that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Try to get them waves, boy. I was getting it. Man. But man, I, nah, but that's I a good. That's a good question, there, bro. Both of them had definitely seventy-two wins. That that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, but them I'm boys just, just ran through like, teams. Hey, that team. But the boys ran through teams too, though, dog. But no, nah, they weren't as – I don't think there was – because they said it before in the doc. They weren't from a point differential. They weren't as dominant. They said ESPN afterwards. They weren't as dominant of a team that season, the entirety of the season, man. And, mm-hmm. and – but I think that – I mean, the, the whole factor that Keisha pointed out, we get up out of here, we can make sure we make a point of this. Key point, the Bulls won the championship. Exactly. Oh, no doubt. No question. Yeah, that, only, that has to mean a lot, that the Bulls yeah. won – a championship and, yeah, and 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 Seattle. I mean, excuse me, not Seattle, but uh, Golden State. Uh, oh, Golden, uh, State. Golden State. They did not. Yeah. They didn't win it, and that means more. You can't be the greatest team and don't close out. Right. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, because you got beat at the end of the day. The Bulls did. You got beat at the end of the day, and, mm-hmm. the, Bulls, and the Bulls found the way to win. Yeah. yeah. And no they, I think they were they won it in six. It should have, and it was yeah, up. They never won seven. Yeah, and the thing yeah. about it is, as a dominant team as Golden State was, they should have been up. They should have. They should have took Cleveland out when yeah, they, had they had a chance. Yeah, oh. they was up three-one. Mm-hmm. So you can't say you the and Curry struggling in that series. Jordan would have never struggled against that uh, the, the Golden State team. Yeah, <laughs> no. it would have been an X factor. Like Jordan would have mm-hmm. never. It was games oh. where they listen. Uh, Curry, Curry. I mean, Joe would have did Curry like he did Clyde. Oh, you, you comparing the dude to me? All right, I'm gonna yeah, go at him. Play. You come over here and get some too. It, it'd have been <laughs> ugly, bro. <laughs> and then Draymond would have just took Draymond out of it. Draymond would have been a non-factor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I just don't feel like you know. To be honest with you, man. I think I think everybody. I think this probably that was probably the greatest team. With it, the greatest team ever. And I think, and the crazy part about it, I think the following season, they were 70 and 12. <laughs> so, uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think they were 70 and 12 the following yeah, season. Yeah, they, they killed it, though. You know, you talk about that 70 and 12 team. And they, they won the chip. Because they were 70 and 10. They were 72 yeah. and 10 and won the chip. Right. And they were 70 and 12 or 69 and 13. I think they were 70 and 12, though. Yeah. The following season. Like that. Man, yeah. you, if you go back in time and put that team, Golden State probably win one game. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the defensive pressure they to put on. Yeah, Pippen would have took Pippen. Pippen would have took Clay away, and, and Jordan and and Steph Curry. Nah. You, 
Piff, Piff, they would have put Pippen on Steph and put Jordan on Clay, and because Pippen do it all the running around, and yeah, Jordan would have yeah. to run around. Yeah. Okay, you do this. I'm gonna stick about it. Hold on, but we're not even we're not even factoring that Ron Hopper was a great defender. Exactly, yeah. he would have been somebody you didn't have to put. You didn't have to put Pippen because Ron Hopper was six six long. Right. That boy long, though. He could have played. He could have played Clay all carry. And they would have picked him so, up, up in the backcourt. Exactly. Would have been, that would have been the different factor that you had Ron Hopper's a great defender. You only had, you had Dennis Robin. You had a Pippen and Jordan, two of the greatest defenders ever. Bro, that team could switch and move around. And then what – don't forget, the, the one fact that people are not remembering is at, at the number three, they had Harrison Barnes. That right there would have been the number one issue. <laughs> Harrison Barnes being, at, being at, at the number three. One game. I game. Game. One game. And, and two, they sent us to hit the 10. Winnington and them can hit that 10 or 15 footer. And, yeah. and, 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 and to add into that, right? The Warriors never had dominance in it ever. Nope. Or, nope. Even the center yeah. that had average over five points a game. They'd have got <laughs> killed on the boards. They'd have killed oh. them on the boards. Killed Listen, them. Robin would have smacked Draymond on the butt. <laughs> he'd have been kicked out the first game. He would have been kicked out the first game. Yeah, he would have gotten that boy here for real. All right, All right fellas. All right, fellas. All right, good one, bro. All right, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Another week, another episode, man. Let me get out of here. Last and comments before we get up out of here, bro. It was, this was this was probably the best two episodes probably in the whole okay. season, dog. Like, for real. I'm going to have to watch them joints again tomorrow because I know they're going to come on while I'm working. So I'm going to. Man, you ain't working, man. Stop it, bro. <laughs> you ain't working, man. Cut it out, bro. Hey, man, last week. Get out of here. Nah, bro. Um, I'm just hating to see it in, man. I ain't going to lie, bro. You know, Sundays, you've just been looking forward to it at 9 o'clock. You waiting after next week. Got to find something else on a Sunday, man. Watch yeah, Insecure. Bro. Watch Insecure. I know you like to watch stuff. Like oh, yeah. I watch. I like to let them build up. So, I'm, I'm one behind. I got to let them build up because they end so quick. But, yeah, I've been re-watching The Wire, so. Oh, yeah. I need to go oh, to that. Right, well, I've been watching, watching back. I'm at season four again. Watching that. Then I'm at season What's five. What's that on, Netflix? No, HBO Go. Huh? HBO Go. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Right, so, I'm just re-watching that. So, all right, fellas, man, it's a great episode, man. Great discussion. Let's get up out of here. No All doubt. Right. All right, baby. All Later. Right.